Today is Tuesday, February 14th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Aura Ring, an easy-to-wear, water-resistant ring that delivers accurate, personalized health insights so you can work on building healthy habits. Our first story today has even Aaron Brockovich tweeting a warning. It all started on February 3rd, when a 150-car freight train that was carrying hazardous materials derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, near the border with Pennsylvania. The derailment led the state to issue evacuation orders for the approximately 5,000 residents nearby, while the freight company Norfolk Southern conducted a controlled release of the toxic chemicals from the train. Among those chemicals are vinyl chloride, which is carcinogenic and can be deadly if inhaled, and phosgene, which was used as a chemical weapon in World War I. Then two days ago on Sunday, following the controlled chemical release, the EPA said that it had not detected any levels of concern of hazardous substances and that the water was safe to drink, though they would monitor the air and water in at least 210 homes in the area. However, when residents returned to their homes, many reported that their pets suddenly died, as well as several reports of dead fish and cattle as far as 100 miles away from the train crash site. That's on top of people experiencing headaches, nausea, and reporting strange smells. This is incredibly concerning as the EPA has now confirmed that vinyl chloride has entered the Ohio River Basin, which is home to 25 million people and serves over 10% of the U.S. population. Ideally, this incident should serve as a warning, given that by one estimate, 25 million Americans live in an oil train blast zone, and train derailments occur roughly 1,000 times a year in the U.S., according to the Federal Railroad Administration. The Pittsburgh region alone has seen eight train derailments over the last five years, and if this crash had just been a few miles east, it would have affected Pittsburgh directly. So let's take a minute and focus on Norfolk Southern specifically, the railway company and now defendant of at least four class action lawsuits alleging negligence. They've offered help in the form of a whopping $25,000 donation to the residents of East Palestine. Don't worry, this number will sound much more offensive in about a minute. This is while Norfolk Southern has a market value of $55 billion and has devoted millions to lobby against the government's push for stricter rules on the transport of hazardous materials and to upgrade the, quote, Civil War-era brake system that remains widely used in American trains. I mean, you think these guys who would literally stand in line to kiss the feet of a Confederate monument are going to let us replace their precious Civil War brakes? No chance. So this is all while Norfolk Southern also refuses to grant guaranteed sick leave to its employees, and they've chosen to ignore concerns that understaffing could impact safety. Instead, since 2017, they have slashed jobs by more than 20%, while also initiating a $10 billion stock buyback program, which is the fancy finance way of saying that the company's owners and shareholders took $10 billion that could have been used to make the train safer. Seems like a relatively small capital investment to make to avoid becoming the next BP. Although those people are still rich too, so why would they care? Last night, a shooter opened fire on the campus of Michigan State University inside an academic building, killing three people and injuring five. As of midnight Eastern time last night, the shooter was still large as law enforcement was searching for him, and the story was developing. The Speaker of the Tennessee State House says that Tennessee should stop accepting the almost $1.8 billion in education funding 
from the federal government that's earmarked to help students with disabilities, English learners, and students whose parents earn a low income. The Republican House Speaker says this would allow the state to educate kids how they see fit without having federal government interference. For some context, this is hardly the first time that states have considered this in order to get around requirements and testing that come with federal funding. But no state has ever actually rejected the funding. However, now Tennessee's current speaker says that the state is currently in the financial position to do it, as federal funding is only 1.8 of its $8.3 billion budget in 2023. And don't you threaten them with a chance to cut funding for those who need it most. Southbound in the war on learning, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is still on a tear about the College Board and its curriculum for AP African American Studies, which at this point I kind of want to audit just to see what the fuss is about. DeSantis suggested yesterday at a press conference that he wants to reevaluate the state's relationship with the College Board altogether, which, by the way, also administers the SATs, not just AP classes. DeSantis said yesterday, quote, this College Board, like nobody elected them to anything. They are just kind of there, and they provide a service, so you can either utilize those services or not. There are probably better vendors who may be able to do that job as good, or maybe even a lot better." End quote. You know, George Bush famously asked, is our children learning? And now I ask when the Florida governor started speaking like a pre-fascist Tanya McQuad. While lawmakers do whatever they can to make high school miserable on the education front, A new report was released by the CDC yesterday from the Youth Risk Behavior Survey, which surveys a nationally representative sample of students in public and private high schools, and the trends are devastating. According to federal researchers, data shows increases in both rape and sexual violence, with almost 15% of teen girls saying that they were forced to have sex, an increase of 27% over two years, and the first increase since the CDC began tracking it. On top of that, nearly one in three high school girls reported in 2021 that they seriously considered suicide, which is up almost 60% from a decade ago. 13% of girls had attempted suicide during the past year, compared to 7% of boys. Girls also reported higher rates of alcohol and drug use than boys, and higher rates of being bullied online, while queer students were significantly more likely to experience violence and online bullying than their heterosexual peers. And when it came to race, Black and Hispanic students were more likely to avoid school due to safety concerns than white and Asian students, suggesting an experience of violence at school. Black students were found to be more likely to attempt suicide than white, Hispanic, or Asian students, and white students were more likely to experience sexual violence than their peer groups, though American Indian or Alaska Native high school students were more likely than other groups to report having been raped. On the debatably more positive side, students are reporting less alcohol and drug use. And over the last decade, fewer students reported ever having sex, currently having sex, or having had four or more partners. For our final story today, as Russia's invasion of Ukraine comes up on its one-year anniversary, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow is urging Americans to leave Russia immediately due to security risks, specifically potential harassment or wrongful detention. And they say dual U.S.-Russian citizens could risk being forcibly conscripted into Russia's armed forces to fight in Ukraine. It's like, get out, Moscow. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements, and thanks again to our partner, Aura Ring. I love that the Aura Ring can help me track things like my heart rate, activity levels, body temperature trends, sleep quality, and respiratory rate, so I can understand how my body is working and, let's be honest, try to get better sleep and more activity. 
And of course, we have a special offer for you. Visit AuraRing.com slash morning to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That's AuraRing.com slash morning. Don't forget to use our link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. And if you want more newsy listening from Betches today, check out yesterday's episode of the Betches Sub Podcast, where our host discussed Rihanna's halftime show and broke down the Ohio train derailment story in more detail. Please leave us a five-star rating and or a review if you're a fan of the show, as always. And until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.